Canberra Willer, uh, a champion in a different code, and now he's uh, and now he's heavily involved in the Greyhounds. Yeah, well, you gave me the job. Find Campbell Ruilla. I said, listen, I know the name. I don't know what he looks like. Yeah. Uh, the call went out. Uh, you gave an announcement on air. Uh, he came up to me and he said, I cannot believe that you don't know what I look like. He came straight up to me. Don't you know who I head. am? <laughs> <laughs> no, he wasn't. Pleasant bloke. Uh, a bit younger than what I thought, but looks about the size of a jockey. Yep. Um, uh, but now in a different role, Campbell. How are you going? Yeah, really loving it. Um, I mean, it's sort of bit of a transition I'm, I'm obviously still race riding um close to every day but it's just a really good hobby i found um it's something i really enjoy and um it's great to be here at sale tonight well it's interesting you mentioned you're still doing obviously track work race riding uh your day must start earlier than most and greyhound trainers as a rule say how hard their daily uh, expectations are couple that with track work wow yeah what's it look like there's a bit going on i mean uh, yesterday i had uh, track work, then worked the dogs, lost um, a couple of kilos, and then went to a voker. And um, yeah, so that was the day. And um, what, what time do you start? I uh, start at 3:30 each morning, so six and, days a week. And what time do you finish? Uh, a little bit earlier. My bosses, um, we finish them pretty quickly, so about 6:30. So it gives me a chance to um, get the dogs worked and um, and then get ready for the races. So a day like today, of course, uh, you then had to make the trip to sale. So where are you based and what sort of travel time are you looking at? Yeah, so being a Sunday, I, I'm not working with the horses, which is um, um, sort of gives me a chance to yeah. break the day up. So um, today, obviously, uh, I wasn't at the races, so I've got a chance to pre prepare for sale tonight and um, I'll get back home by about 12.30 and be up at 3 again tomorrow. So, oh, so you get a full three hours? Yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> no, so we'll be, we'll be uh, we're using every bit of it. And what do you got this week, race-wise? Race yep, uh, I'll be at Hamilton Tuesday and then Wednesday, Geelong. Um, I was had a good day at Avoca. Well, Geelong Cup Day this Wednesday too, isn't it? Is yeah, that right? Yeah. Yep. I don't have anything in the cup, but um, yep. fingers crossed, fields come out tomorrow. So, <laughs> well, the reason we got him on, boys, is because Mitch uh, sent Young Campbell a text and said, "Hey, listen, uh, you may not have heard the announcement, but we're looking for you to have a quick chat." And uh, lo and behold, here he is, fellas. I'll hand it over to Peacock, but already Jake the Snake. Now I don't know how he can tell this from a voice, but he says Campbell sounds like a jet of a bloke, but oh, he's, he's, he's just moved smoothly into the world of Jake the Snake. Peacock, um, you, you chat with your good mate, and, and, and I'll come in late. Uh, yeah, so, uh, Cam, thanks for uh, joining us. I know it was a little bit of, uh, you know, toing and froing to try and get you to get over to find Poppy. You ran away from the desk when, when you looked over. But um, you had a really good day at Avoca yesterday and uh, a couple of winners. I thought I would mention that off the top. Uh, winner in, in yeah. the second race and potentially the last. But um, the... The breakup between uh, horses and greyhounds for you, I've heard in a, an interview you did with um, with RSN, with uh, one of uh, bon, Jay Bond's good mates, uh, Gareth, and um, you said it was something that, you know, really took your mind away from the racing side of things or horse racing uh, and track work side of things all the time. It's I know there's a lot involved in it, but greyhounds, uh, they're pretty therapeutic. Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, I've always been someone that loves animals and um, and... Horses and dogs have always been a big part of my life. Not not the racing side, but just dogs in general. And it's um, it is something that's just helped sort of break up that um, daily grind for horse racing, so to speak. I mean, it's very repetitive for a long time. And I just think um, I just didn't want to get into the pattern of um, of I suppose a lot of jockeys. They just they they can form bad habits when you when you're sort of trying to control your weight a lot of the time. And you and it's quite a a um, 110 percent completely you know uh, seven days a week so i mean i just um i found myself sort of 
needing to find a little bit of a, a hobby and and just sort of um, break it up for me a little bit. And I, I think um, the dogs have been magnificent for me. Just just even on a day like today where I wasn't race riding, it, it, it's just meant that I haven't, um, you know, sat around at home trying to keep my weight off and, yeah. and been too concerned about um, things like that. I've actually really fulfilled my day and been able to come out here to sail tonight and um, it ju it's just a completely different side uh, I don't think any jockey's become a trainer um, I know I know a few like Jared Fry into the breeding but um, it's just I found it instead of playing golf it's um, it's the dogs for me I, I really love it and um, it's great to be a part of the industry now as Jake the Snake did say yeah he sounds like a terrific bloke and he is Jet, Jet was the term have, Jet uh, was the term they got Jet we have had um, quite a few chats on the phone and some of them have been quite long and uh, I'm sure he's probably sick of my voice. But uh, I only only got in contact with him um, due to my old man working at Hillsville and the reason why I did mention socks and slides earlier, look for the boy in socks and slides, was because he did rock <laughs> up in those when he went to trial up at Hillsville. And um, now he's uh, got one of my old dogs uh, racing and uh, I'll tell you what, he's, uh, he's in race eight tonight. I threw him in the quaddy. He's box, got box nine and... Uh, we spoke just probably 10 minutes ago, and I, I think he's half a chance tonight, Campbell. Uh, I, I know, you know, you, you were to tossing up where to go with him, but, um, yeah, you've enjoyed the journey so far, and hopefully we can uh, step well tonight. Yeah, absolutely. I think especially the box two will help our chances tonight. I mean, last start, we obviously just from that wide gate, we got um, pushed off the first bend, and... and uh, We've had lengthy conversations, uh, Mitchy, just just about the box draw for him. It's so important that he can get get into a good position early. And um, yeah, look, if he if he gets his luck early in tonight, I'm, I'm sure he'll be in the top three. But it's just a matter of how uh, he can bounce. And um, I think I think he's in good enough order. If he gets the luck, he can run a really good race. So um, yeah, I've been, I can't uh, thank you enough, Mitchy, for all your help. You've um, behind the scenes, you've just been tremendous for me. And um, Hopefully the the resu results can uh, start sh to show soon. Bloody hell! If there's one thing we don't need, it's another bloody peacock sympathiser, sycophant. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Campbell, <laughs> lift, mate. Um, now I, I don't want I don't want to state the bleeding obvious here, but you know you've you know you've chosen racing as a way to get away from racing, Campbell. Like it, it's pretty strange, mate. Like it, you, you say you could play golf, but you've chosen racing to get away from racing. Are you, are you aware of this fact? Yeah, I know. Yeah, right. it's, a, it's a pretty sick factor, really. But, um, no, look, to be honest, it, it's not so much getting away from it. I mean, it's just a, it's just something, a bit of a hobby, really. Like, I, I really, um, like I said, I just sort of, I am getting away from it in a sense, but at the same time, it's helped me really sort of regain my passion and um, and just building on both industries I've loved. So, I mean, it's, uh, you know, it's very exciting to be at the races tonight. And I, I can honestly say... Tonight and um, when we ran at the Meadows the other the other week, I felt like I was having my first race ride again. It was um, felt wow. sick. <laughs> jo jo jokes aside, like this is actually a magnificent attitude from a young man because you know you can get totally consumed by racing. In in a, in a way, Peacock, you and I are in the same boat. You get consumed by it. it's your entire life, one code or, or whatever it might be, and it's not healthy. You need you need to be able to get time away to do something else. Now, like I said. Getting away from racing with racing—that's a little, little odd, but it's uh, one way of doing it. it last question for you, Campbell. It feels like you've clarified it, but just so we know for certain, do you actually like Peacock or do you just humour him? Like, what's the go there? You actually—it sounds like you actually like him. 
Oh, we can't be doing this on air, do we? Or... <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to be starting any fights on air. No, <laughs> no, no, uh, no, you're a great team. And, uh, look, it's a privilege to be on the show tonight. So thank you very much to everyone. Good on you, Campbell. It was great uh, having a chat with you, mate. And, uh, Poppy, I, I, like, I, I genuinely believe that, like, everyone needs an outlet. Sometimes you need multiple outlets, but... Racing can be... I was having this discussion even with uh, Damo Watson after I got off air last night. It, it's a very consumptive business, isn't it? So you, you, to have an outlet is uh, it's super important, even if it is just stepping sideways rather than uh, rather than a long way away. Well, well see, the, the interesting thing is, uh, as Campbell you know, pointed out, he starts at 3.30 in the morning. It's, a, it's physically a demanding job, controlling, you know, animals of a ton or so. And, uh, you know, then you've got a lot of your day spare time. And when you're physically exhausted, we all know we love to eat or we love to drink or you've got time to catch up with mates or you've got time to do things that actually compromise what you want to achieve. So to keep your focus somewhere else actually probably helps uh, keep you away from the distractions that you don't really want. And uh, I think that's a good thing. It's a very disciplined thing. It's a very demanding thing that he's doing. But, you know, who knows where we, we speak to him now about a trainer on the way up. But who knows what's around the corner for, as a either jockey or a trainer. Um, now, Harley and Hobbs had a question for Cam. Maybe I'll get you to ask that privately during a break. Um, but okay. I'll get to that in a moment. But we better give a tip for the second leg of the quarter of, um, of escaped unscathed somehow out of the first leg. I'm, I'm going to go back to the well of... Um, I'm going to go back to Hal, and I'm, I'm tipping a mega dodge. Uh, Are you really? Yeah, well, it's, I, I know it's like walking into the, yeah, the fire pit, but I just think he's the best dog in the race, and if he gets any sort of clear run, I think he's the one to beat. Over, over Aussie Secret is a major danger. See, I'm a big fan of the eight, Sweet Demi. I think this greyhound's yep. drawn beautifully where it wants to be. We've got a lovely card across. Uh, and I tell you what, I would not put a line through number one bearing gold. I'd love for it to get up in the quaddy. Its run through runs back was phenomenal uh, when it went, uh, what did it run? It broke 25 comfortably. It went 24.82. It went yeah. 5.23 to the first peg. And it's won three out of its seven wins off box one. Uh, I think it could be a real dark horse here bearing gold. And, um, I might do some sort of little same race, so, you know, Bering Gold top four and then Sweet Demi top three or something. But Sweet Demi looks the class runner outside of the favourite 